Welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. Welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm Danny, your host, and I'm excited to share with you some information today about tracking your nutrition in today's midweek solo episode. Before we get into the meat of this episode, I want to share with you all that not this Sunday, but next Sunday, I'll be starting a mini-series to cover the topic of a ketogenic lifestyle. I'll be sharing interviews with you from different perspectives on the topic over the next month to help you understand more about this diet and who it's for as well as who it's not for and what you really need to commit to if you are considering the ketogenic journey for yourself. I know I've mentioned in a bunch of podcasts previously that whatever it is I'm talking about doesn't apply to the ketogenic diet or lifestyle and that I will eventually talk about it. So that is what this upcoming month is going to be for. As of now, I'll be sharing with you part of a story with my mother-in-law who has multiple sclerosis and has used a ketogenic lifestyle as part of her healing process. You will also hear from the chiropractor who originally recommended she embark on the ketogenic journey, as well as a PA who teaches ketogenic lifestyle classes and a woman who owns a ketogenic style cafe and yoga studio. If this piques your interest, then make sure you click that subscribe button on whichever platform you are listening through so that you don't miss the notifications when the episodes go live. Alrighty, proactive versus reactive nutrition tracking. It's super frustrating when you've tracked all of your food for the week and you get your check-in email from your coach and you find out that you have in fact, not met your weekly nutrition goals. What happened, you ask yourself? Where did I go wrong? Well, I'm going to share with you the most common mistake I see when this is happening to a particular client. I like to choose topics that are relevant to either myself or my clients to discuss, and the reason I do this is because the likelihood of someone else listening and going through the same struggle or having the same question is quite high. In fact, I often find that I'll start answering emails and the questions like over and over and over again for different clients and I hit this aha moment. It's like the trend is here. So today's trend and the most recent aha moment I've had revolves around tracking. Many of you may know that I track my macronutrients or my fats, my carbs, and my proteins on almost a daily basis, especially when I'm in a season or phase of dieting for a bodybuilding show. You may be saying, well, Danny, I'm not dieting for a bodybuilding show, so how is this going to apply to me? 
I'm a lifestyle person or a lifestyle client. I just want to be, you know, simply healthy and happy. My response to you is, well, this is a good question. If you are in a place where you are really happy with your body composition and your weight and how you look and feel and you're not in a dieting phase of life or you don't have any specific goals in mind for your, your fitness and health right now, then maybe this episode is not for you and that is totally okay. Now, if you do have a specific goal or maybe a photo shoot or an event coming up that you want to look and feel fabulous for and you are in a dieting phase of life, which is where most of my clients are, is they want to lose about maybe 20 to 30 pounds. They want to feel better. They want more energy. They have some specific goals. They want to hit a certain number on a scale. They want to fit into a specific clothing size. So if that is you, then this episode is definitely for you. Every week I log into my fitness pal and I check in on my clients diary entries in order to provide them a nutritional analysis and spreadsheet and give them feedback on their previous week's intake as well as goals and a way forward for the upcoming week. Sometimes, and they don't always know this, but I go into their diaries more than once per week and I check in just to make sure that the client is tracking correctly. This is especially helpful, I believe, in the first month or so of coaching with a new client because they might be new to tracking or they're new to using my fitness pal and they need a little bit of extra guidance. And they might be potentially worried to ask for that extra help or worried that they're, you know, annoying me or asking too many questions, which is definitely not the case. The clients and the people that I work with that get the best results are the ones that ask the most questions, they're the most engaged, and they really, truly want to learn. So hopefully that's you and you're listening. (laughs) What I have found though with many of my newer clients or when there's days or weeks that become really, really busy with work or kids or travel or whatever it might be, is that the tracking happens after the fact or as a reaction versus tracking before a food item or meal is eaten. What I mean by reactive is the food entered into my fitness pal was entered after it was eaten, whether immediately after the meal or at the end of the day or sometimes at the end of the week. That's all reactive after the fact. I'm honestly sometimes impressed when I notice a client hasn't tracked all week and then Sunday all of a sudden all their information for the week has been entered. My hope, though, when I see that this happens is that that person wrote down the food on paper somewhere or tracked it somewhere and then transferred the information over to the app later on. This, though, is still reactive. So what's wrong with the reactive piece of this? Well, unless you're a supercomputer and an expert in all things nutrition, you don't exactly know what is in the food you're eating or how much of the food you're eating unless you weigh it out or portion it out and track it in an app or in a diary of some sort. So step step one, let's just break this down and keep it simple, of effective nutrition tracking is as simple as it gets. You just have to track. Log into the app, my fitness pal or your app of choice, go into your diary settings, click on the meal you want to add food into, and either scan the barcode or search for the food item you plan to eat. I'm so sorry, if you can hear my dogs, I'm sitting outside again and they're heavy breathers. Django, go lay down. Go lay down. (laughs) Hey, I see you buddy, go lay down. 
So for the first one to two weeks while I'm figuring out what someone's baseline intake is or what they normally eat on an average daily basis, I don't care too much if the tracking happens after the fact because I haven't given out a goal yet. I, I tell my clients to eat their normal food when they first start because I wanna see what they eat on that normal daily basis. I don't wanna see what they eat in their kind of you know dieting mindset. I want them to eat when they're hungry. I want them to stop eating when they are no longer hungry. So you might be rolling your eyes right now saying, Danny, I don't have time to track. I have way too much going on. It takes a lot of time. I need the tips, tricks, and hacks like cut the crap. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not here to convince you that this is gonna be easy or simple. I'm not, I'm just simply here to share the facts. I just want you to understand if you have a specific goal that you want to meet and you don't put a specific proactive method into place to meet that goal, then you will not meet that goal. So I give goals weekly to each client concerning their nutrition intake and based on each macronutrient goal, so your fats, your carbs, and your protein, the client needs to tailor and track their nutritional needs according to those goals. So tracking is a form of accountability to that precision goal. Here's an example set of macronutrients for a client. So per day, let's just say for these scenarios, you have 100 grams of protein, 150 grams of carbohydrates, and 40 grams of fat. If I eat four times per day, then I'll divide by four and aim for one-fourth of my total daily macronutrients in each meal. So for each meal, I would want to aim for a meal that has 25 grams of protein, about 37 and a half grams of carbs, and 10 grams of fat per meal. So if you desire to meet those goals every day and you track your food after you eat it, then when you look back at your day, you may or may not have hit your goal. You're kind of playing a guessing game. Let's take the guessing out of it. When you wonder why you aren't meeting your goals or are trying to figure out how to better meet your goals and you are not tracking your food ahead of time and planning out your day's worth of meals ahead of time, then it is really hard to estimate what you are eating and if that food will meet your goals. There are also a lot of quote unquote healthy foods out there that may not meet your goals and that might be because you're having too much of them and it's definitely possible to have too much of a good thing. When you do have too much of a good thing, then you're gonna have to give up something somewhere else. I'll give you a few examples here. You arrive home from work and grab a handful of unsalted almonds as a snack before dinner. Almonds are a well-known healthy source of fat but they are a very high amount of fat for a very small amount of almonds. One ounce or approximately 23 almonds is 14 grams of fat. That's a lot of fat for a little bitty amount of almonds. I don't know what the serving size of one handful is or what that amounts to, but I'm gonna guess that it's probably different for everyone. I know a lot of people, oh, this is example two. I know a lot of people who are, are super coffee snobs and <laughs> I, I love these people and I'm putting my finger on my nose right now and if you are a coffee snob and you're listening to this, you are just laughing because you know what that means. <laughs> but I say this with great love. 
these people refused to add non-fat or low-fat milk in their espresso beverages. There is so nothing wrong with that, I promise you. There are some days where I have full-fat milk in my beverages, and there are some days where I have non-fat milk. But if you have a fat budget for the day of 40 grams of fat, and your beverage with full-fat milk in it has 8 grams of fat, then whatever you have to complement your coffee or espresso beverage in that meal needs to be low-fat in order to stay under that 10 grams of fat per meal budget. If that person decided to have two whole eggs accompanying their coffee, that would again add in another 10 grams of fat to their day. Totally nothing wrong with this, but at this point, we're looking at 18 total grams of fat in the breakfast, and then between the coffee and the two whole eggs and add in the almonds, that's 32 grams of fat for the whole day. And I didn't even mention what this person might have had for lunch or dinner, and we didn't even talk about carbs or protein. We were specifically focusing on fat in this particular example. This is over three-fourths of our 40 grams of fat that we allotted for the day. So you can see the rest of the meals or the rest of the items in each meal would need to be much lower in fat or no fat in order to meet your daily goals for the other macronutrients. I hope this is coming together for you. As you can see, you know, starting to track ahead of time will help you to portion out your day more effectively and balance out your meals. The art of tracking is simple. And it does take time to learn how to do, I won't lie to you. It's not easy. Simple, yes. Easy, no. I see it in a way kind of like, like a to-do list or when you have a ton of ideas and you know that you're just not going to remember them all unless you write them down. Once I track my meal or write it down or cross it off, I can release that from my brain and from having to use that brain power to remember what I ate and how much. I put it in the app, it's been recorded, and I can use my brain power to remember something else. Now, when I go to make my next meal, I can look at my app, see my totals for the day, and prepare my next meal based on what I have left in my macronutrient budget. Or, if I've already planned out everything that I want to eat for the day, then I just have to open the app and say, what did I plan for my lunch? How much should I measure out and portion out of the individual items for my lunch? Cool, it's already there for you. The work's already done. I'd like to leave you with a quick tip on how to set a reminder notification in MyFitnessPal to help remind you to track every day. From your home screen, click on More. That's the three horizontal dots in the bottom right-hand corner of your home screen. Once in the More tab, scroll down and click on Reminders. There's a little alarm clock symbol next to the word Reminder. Once in the Reminder tab, you have the ability to set a reminder for a specific meal at a specific time daily. General reminders or a reminder to weigh in and track your weight at a specific time each day too. Of course, you can set alarms on your phone as well, but I wanted to give you a different option within the app. I, in fact, have an alarm set to remind me to track my breakfast every day, even though my breakfast is the same every day. And that's partially why I set it to remind me because it kind of just, I get in the routine, I have the same thing, I rush out the door, I don't think about it. 
So usually an hour after my breakfast, I'll get this little reminder like, hey, don't forget to track your breakfast because you know what? I might be up at four o'clock in the morning and I might not get home or be able to finish working at night until eight, nine, ten o'clock at night. And I promise you at 10 o'clock at night when I'm exhausted and ready to go to bed, I don't want to have to think back to breakfast and try to remember what I had because my brain is just fried from all of the work I've done throughout the day. So again, you can see how it helps to track as you go and before you eat your food. In conclusion, we've recognized it's really frustrating when you've tracked all of your food for the week and you get your check-in from your coach and you find out that you have in fact not met your weekly nutrition goals. You ask yourself questions as to why you weren't able to meet your goals and now you know that simply tracking your food in a reactive manner and not in a proactive manner is the main reason you are not reaching the goals that you have set. Ensure you know what your goals are and create reminders and some accountability for yourself around daily proactive trekking. Remember, specific planning will yield you specific results, just like a lack of planning will also yield you a lack of results. I truly hope this was enlightening for you, and if you have a question about tracking your nutrition, specifically your macronutrients, then please send me a DM on Instagram at Danny Phillips, that's D-A-N-Y-E-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S, or an email at danny at thedietdoc.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and you have some actionable steps that you can apply to your life today from this episode. And I really look forward to seeing y'all in Sunday's interview, which will be with the couple who runs a brand called Surfari Pals. And this couple has a profit and a nonprofit organization that's dedicated to teaching children how to have integrity and good character and hospitality and just learning how to have health and fitness incorporated into their lifestyle as well as good manners from an early age. So I'm really excited to share their story and their point of view and what they're doing in the world with you on Sunday. So make sure that you guys subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss that episode. I will talk to y'all soon. Bye. you so much for spending time with me today and listening to the fitness empowerment podcast if you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message this podcast is available via itunes soundcloud and anchor which shares to a multitude of other platforms so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most and if you really truly do enjoy this content then please do me another favor and go over to itunes give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible so thank you in advance for that Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.